Hi, and welcome to the Fire Up at 55 Plus podcast, a show about how to put yourself first in your second act of life. I'm certified life and weight loss coach Lori Adams, here to empower you to let go of guilt, take charge of your health, then find and fulfill your dreams. It's never too late, so let's get started. You're listening to episode number 34, Empower Your Space to Spark Reinvention. Where are you on your list? You know, that checklist running nonstop in the back of your mind. Or, since it's holiday season, the list that is now sprinting nonstop in the front of your mind. I and my guest experts have repeatedly shared the case for your self-care, not only for a happier life, but to elevate your self-image as least as high as the importance you give to other people. By giving to them first, by putting them first, by often, eek, people-pleasing. My heartfelt hope and message for you today, a little bit more conversationally, is to give you another way to advance your own priorities for yourself in times of seasonal stress, as well as, and this is the fun part, to get going on goal-getting, because on our list is Goals for 2024. But before I explain, you know I love a good quote, so here's one especially chosen to launch this episode. Quote, Women thrive in empowering environments that inspire them to dream big, take risks, and embark on transformative journeys of self-discovery. Unquote. That comes from Melinda Gates. You may first think of her as the former spouse of Microsoft founder Bill Gates. Take a deeper look, and you'll discover that Melinda Gates is a philanthropist, and she's the co-founder of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is one of the world's largest charitable organizations. Their foundation focuses on improving global health, fighting poverty, promoting equality, and educational opportunities. Those are big dreams. Melinda Gates has been actively involved in many projects, but her particular emphasis is on empowering women and girls. She's invested in programs that provide access to health care, education, and economic opportunities for women working towards a more equitable and inclusive world. And yes, she has a big platform. But I want to emphasize again, she said in that quote, dream big, take risks, and embark on transformative journeys of self-discovery. You do that by thriving in empowering environments, she says. So the message is that to do big things, you are supported by an environment that empowers you. Mental self-care, you know, managing your mind, we've talked about this so much, is supported by mindful actions like gratitude journaling, pivoting from negative thoughts, and even affirmations. And by surrounding yourself with your new identity peeps, you know, the people who aspire to grow like you, the people who inspire you, the people you'd like to be like. So for your thoughts, we've discussed banishing overwhelm and overthinking by decluttering your mind. And we've also heard from our expert Becky Hyman about the value of physical decluttering for a supportive, calm environment. And from Janine Durso, who we listened to again last week, well, she talked a lot about identity. And if you want your identity to be new, not necessarily big, but realizing your potential, what you want most. You need an environment that supports your mind, like she says, as the beliefologist, but you also need an environment that segues from the physical into your mind. Okay, that's maybe not the best way to describe it, 
But the next logical conclusion is that your physical environment, when combined with actions that align with your potential, the identity you want, is going to give you all of it. I listen a lot to Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I've mentioned him before. He talks about 10xing your life. We have life coaches who often talk about massive action. And sometimes it can be confusing. They'll also say things like slow down (laughs) to focus and get started. But what Dr. Hardy said recently that really inspired me was talking about getting set up, having some permission to design your environment, the one you want, to surround you physically, to embolden you mentally. Okay, so like Becky says, you can have a calm environment that starts to energize you. And so often, you'll hear coaches say, start ugly, just get going, don't worry about it. But really, to be intentional for me. I also need to take some of the idea that I'm going to slow down and create the environment I want to support me. That doesn't mean procrastinating by planning and thinking about your environment and moving furniture around. What it means is to have something, some place for yourself to work or to be or even to be outdoors in your special place, to find the physical, empowering environment that supports everything that you aspire to. And during a holiday season like this, oh my gosh, maybe that is just finding some time on your own. We talk a lot about deeper self-care. Well, maybe during the holiday season, it's just getting a way to get your nails done. You know, the more superficial stuff. If it feels that you're pampering yourself and you're creating the best environment you can right now, to keep your head above water and not let yourself get too immersed in all the have-tos on your list. But by creating an environment that will empower you as you start to go for those goals, maybe really big goals, like I want in 2024, that massive action, you know, you really need to think about getting it going the way you want. For instance, I talk a lot about calendaring and planning and journaling. Those are things that you can do. You can have your journal in front of you in the morning when you come to your desk or when you sit in your chair for some coffee. You can have a morning routine. There are a lot of things that you can do. But I think it's great to have a plan that's intentional that includes the environment. I want to talk a little bit more and give you some quotes from people that you'll recognize too about the value that they have seen and the value that scientists have found in an empowering, decluttered, organized, peaceful space. So it's not just about being tidier. It can be a place that gives you a fresh perspective for your future. We deserve to be in an environment that supports our well-being. So if you want to understand empowering your space and the impact of clutter, we can talk about how our living spaces, our workspaces, our place to be empowered. If it's cluttered, it can lead to the stress, anxiety, and the feeling, like I said, of being overwhelmed. But a clutter-free, organized space can provide that sense of calm and allowing us to focus, to really focus on self-reflection, on our aspirations, on exploring through those lists we've talked about, the bucket lists, and the lists of things you really desire for your second act. That doesn't mean you have to get rid of everything. Find what means the most to you. As Becky has said, if there's something really sentimental or there's something that's meaningful, like a pencil cup that your child made for you 
in first grade, put it on your desk right in front of you. Also, be willing to enlist help. That was a big stumbling block for me for a long time. I thought I needed to do it all, that that was perfection. Well, that was the kind of perfection that didn't lead to anything successful. It was too overwhelming and had too many rules. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some people who have been able to eliminate maximalism, which can be good for some people. (laughs) I think there's a nod to my sister there somewhere. But maybe, you know, a little bit more minimalism that maintains a sense of order, stopping overbuying, stopping too much consumerism, avoiding hoarding in order to feel protected. You got your own back. For those of you who are Marie Kondo fans, she starts with the space in which we live should be for the person we are becoming now, not for the person we were in the past. Oprah Winfrey. I've learned that when you let go of stuff, you make space for better things to come into your life. Gretchen Rubin. Outer order contributes to inner calm. These are all thoughts about empowerment more than the actual things, the clutter. They emphasize the transformative power in creating a more organized and fulfilling life. So Julia Roberts has been pretty open about her journey to declutter and simplify her life. She revealed that she embarked on a decluttering project as a way to clear her mind and create a more peaceful environment for her family. She did become a minimalist and found that her home became more of a sanctuary, again, empowering her, allowing her to focus on what truly matters. Ellen DeGeneres, she's known for her passion for interior design by decluttering her living spaces and incorporating more thoughtful design, that is, designing her environment. She was able to create functional and aesthetically pleasing space, empowering space. I was thinking, too, about the fun HGTV shows that I like to watch. And recently, very recently, an interview I saw with the Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan Scott, They've just ballooned and have tackled a lot of decluttering challenges, but they've also become advocates for more efficient green methods and bringing costs down for those so that your environment of the future can also be more environmentally supportive. They're not all into the politics of climate change. They just want to grow with the future so we all can honor our surroundings. So, how do you do this? Begin with a plan. How do you plan? The way we always talk about. Make a list of everything. Everything that crosses your mind. Maybe you do this after the gift giving and your only decluttering is worrying about cleaning up the gift wrap. And then choose what's really important to you. And include in your new identity, include in your visioning, the way you would like your environment to support you. Again, no matter where that is. If you just have a corner, a desk, a chair, or you do have an office outside of your home or inside of your home, or any place you spend a lot of time during your day, and a place where you are endeavoring to put your new actions into place, you're one step at a time to help you transform and become the person you'd like. And then start with one, just one. Maybe you're ready for a new pillow, a new chair, a new bookshelf, taking a lot of your books to the library to donate for their sale. So decluttering, sprucing up, thinking about things like maybe a diffuser, maybe some playlists that are a little bit more meditative. Find a place you can meditate in. 
whatever you need, whatever supports you. Maybe as you get more energized, that's more about getting a new gym membership or creating your own home gym. Doesn't have to be expensive. Finding some YouTube videos so you can exercise, get charged up every day. But make your environment physical and something you can feel like it's giving you a hug. It's surrounding you. I hope that's clear. The idea is that your environment physically leads to mental wellness, health, focus, and self-care. This is all self-care. Because with self-care, you can get the life you want. You can learn to put yourself first again without putting those who you love last. To coach with me one-on-one to reclaim your time, reap the benefits of self-care, the environment that you desire, or to focus on weight loss results at midlife, please just send an email to me at hello at laurieadamscoaching.com so we can schedule an easy conversation about what you really want. And to keep the transformational information coming each week, please follow Fire Up at 55 Plus wherever you download your podcasts. And if on Apple, please share a review and a star-worthy rating. It'll be much appreciated. Hey, thanks for listening. To contact me directly, please reach out via email to hello at laurieadamscoaching.com. And I invite you to take a look at my flaming hot webpage, fireup at 55plus.com. That's fireup, the word at, 55plus.com. And until next week, make the most of your sizzling second act.